Welcome to The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 17th show. I am your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyhour.com. And for today's lineup, I have Tiffany Goff with Edward Jones, How Women Can Make Financial Progress. Also in studio, Jeff Prescott with Remax Metro Realty. No, we're not going to be talking about second homes here in Seattle. We're going to talk about second homes in Mexico. And last guest in studio, first time uh, visiting my show, is D Gupta with D Con- Coaching. Speak powerfully and have your voice heard. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topics discussed or to chat with my guest, please call please call the show at one 855 411.50, or again, you can go online to themoneyr.com, and we'll go ahead and start out the show like we do each week with a little money chat. Money. Money. Facebook doubled its workforce in two years. The Seattle housing market is so hot because of our employment opportunity here. With the lack of inventory, the demand is something I have never seen in my over two decades career in the mortgage industry. In a normal market in King County, we would have nine to 10,000 homes listed for sale at that time. I just saw a report that stated that we have less than 400 homes on the market right now in all of King County crazy. Some areas, there's only days of inventory remaining, which means if someone doesn't list their home in the next few days in that area, there will be no homes for sale. So again, I've never seen anything like this in over two decades that I've been doing mortgages with this lack of inventory. So companies are, that are based here in Seattle, of course, we've got Microsoft, Amazon, Expedia, Zillow, AT&T, T-Mobile, and this is just a list of few. Then other companies have satellite locations here in Seattle, which include Apple, um, Dropbox, eBay, Facebook, uh, GoDaddy, Google, Salesforce, Snapchat, Stripe, Ticketmaster, Twitter, Uber, and Yahoo, Yahoo, (laughs) Yahoo. Again, this is just a list of few, just to show all of the opportunity that we have here in the Seattle market for employment. And that's why we have such a lack of inventory because of the people that are coming in to take advantage of the employment opportunity. Now, Facebook, after doubling its workforce in two years, is moving into a new space on Westlake Avenue North, the latest milestone for what has become one of the Seattle's largest software engineering operations. Now, Facebook, which has had engineers in Seattle since 2010, moved into the Dexter Place space with about 1,000 workers in early 2016. Today, the company... And heads count in the city totals more than 2,000 employees. Now, the 150,000 square feet of office space in Westlake provides enough room for about another uh, 900 employees on top of that. Facebook is also leasing the Arbor Blocks, two buildings under construction along 8th Avenue North between Harrison and Thomas Streets that could potentially house another 2,000 employees. Now, uh, that would make Facebook one of the largest occupants of the booming South Lake Union with Amazon helped 
reshape the last decade into the corporate office park. More high-tech workers are coming uh, north of Mercer Street. Construction is underway on offices complexing for being built for up to 4,000 Google employees. Seattle is growing up to become a Silicon Valley with companies with good prospects that are unwilling or unable for the high-cost housing in the San Francisco and Bay Area. Now, startups are joining and even finding new ways for their employees to work remotely because of our Seattle market um, housing compared to the other Silicon uh, areas. Seattle has few advantages, fewer advantages in other matched cities. It has one of the densest concentration of software developers in the country. It also has produced technology startups that have returned more money to investors than any comparable city in its size. So Seattle's a hot in growth in front of the Silicon Valley and has to worry about losing, it doesn't have to worry about losing the startup companies. So regardless of what's happening in the market with everything else, with the housing market, the lack of inventory, you know, I really can't see what is going to be the next thing that's going to bring an adjustment to our market. Now, obviously, if we look at the historical trends, markets will always go up and down, so nothing will ever change with that. Eventually, at some point in time, we're going to see a market adjustment. But the question really is, what is that going to be, and when is it going to be? And I can't see it being in the near future. That is The Money Chat, coming up next on The Money Hour, how women can make financial progress. I have Tiffany Goff with Edward Jones right here at 1150 AM, KKNW, after this short break. Is money controlling you or are you controlling your money? Tiffany Goff with Edward Jones will keep you on track of what's important to you. Tiffany recently won the firm's exclusive Spirit of Partnership Award for Outstanding Performance. This is Tiffany Goff with Edward Jones. You can reach me at 206-363-2518 or you can reach me online at tiffany.goff, that's G-O-U-G-H, at edwardjones.com. Are you a tech professional who wants to get your voice heard in meetings and events? Are you tired of being invisible or of people talking over you? Do you believe you have the talent to make more impact at work but don't know how or where to begin? Are you living on autopilot not knowing where your time has gone? Or do you want to make the best use of your time on this planet? To have a powerful voice in this world, you need to build up your communication skills and courage step by step. To live your life in a powerful way, you need to have crystal clear goals and work through problems along the way until you achieve those goals. Dee Gupta of Dee Coaching is an expert at unleashing your personal power and will coach you through a simple and easy to follow process that will build up your skills and courage. Dee is passionate about firing people up to follow their dreams by walking them through her effective proprietary process of goal setting and follow through. This is Dee from Dee Coaching. To learn more about me, visit my website at speakpowerfullycoaching.com and follow the links to connect with me on social media. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 17th show. It's a great day to talk money, and that's what the show is all about. 
how to make money, save money, and build a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to rebroadcast, but you can call the show at one 855 411150 or go online at themoneyr.com to ask any questions or get connected with the guests that I have in studio today. And to have a better quality of life for you and your family, I can't think of anybody better than my financial gal, Tiffany Goff. And we're going to be, she's with Edward Jones. We're talking about how women can make financial progress. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me back in studio. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. It's just I can tell by the smile over there (laughs) on your face. And a little bit about Tiffany. Tiffany started her financial career in banking in 19 and she has worked with several banks and other financial companies in the last 27 years. In 2014, she found her home at Edward Jones and loves what she does. Seattle Magazine has recognized her as a five-star wealth manager both in 2017 and 2018. Congratulations. Thank you. She also won the firm's exclusive Spirit of the Partnership Award for Outstanding Performance. She was one of only 1,119 financial advisors out of a firm of more than 15,000 to receive the award. Tiffany loves working with everyone in whatever life strategy that they're in. Is money controlling you or are you controlling your money? What's important to you matters and it also matters to Tiffany, and that's why I have her here. That just gives me a warm and fun, fuzzy when I read that last part of your bio. Um, Tiffany, just excited about our topic, and we're going to talk a little bit about women, how women can make financial progress. I will let you know that she does talk with men, and <laughs> I do like men listening to the show as well, but sometimes as girls, we got to just have some chat with the girls. Oh, we do have a man here in studio. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself or share a little bit about yourself with my listeners, Tiffany. Sure, and I do love working with men as well. It's just women have a little bit different challenges when it comes to retiring. So we'll get Makes to that sense. Why. So for me, I grew up in Seattle and um, went to Blanchett when it was not Bishop Blanchett. So a long time ago, um, <laughs> Shoreline Community College, just a local girl, um, grew, around, grew up around Green Lake. My hobbies are jewelry making, antiquing, and anything vintage and anything 007. Love me some Bond. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I know, kind of crazy, but it's true. Awesome. And (laughs) Tiffany, what about Edward Jones? What, you know, with your expertise and your history in the real, in the financial arena, there's a lot of companies to uh, choose. So why Edward Jones? You know, it really was really interesting to me when I heard um, a few things. When one was in 2008, when the crisis happened, Edward Jones did not lay a single person off. Nobody got raises, but not a single person got laid off. And that was huge to me. Mm -hmm. We're also the largest partnership in the world, which means we're not publicly traded on the stock market. We're always going to do what's right for our investors Mm -hmm. and our people that work for that, Edward Jones. So to me, that was a huge thing because really, and, and the other thing that I loved about it is Ted Jones said, money was never his God. And I said, that's where my values are. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. I actually got headhunted by them. And um, when they told me at the time back in 2014, there was only 14% women financial advisors in the industry. I was like, that's got to change. There's time to make a time to make a change. Yeah. So in 2008, we're up to um, 18% women financial advisors still in the industry. So we're still really in the minority and I'm doing everything possible to do that. 
And the other reason I love Edward Jones is how many people can say that they have their own office on the, you know, with their own name on the door right uh-huh. below Edward Jones. Yeah. There so you know. when you call on my office, either you get myself or my assistant, not uh-huh. a 1-800 number. So yeah. that's huge. That is so huge. And, you know, I'm off topic here, but I said to say in the mortgage industry, we've got tons of females. And I don't know what the percentage is, but I think even maybe more. So it's interesting in, in your arena because uh, we're both money. So what's the difference? It must, you know, old boys school, I guess, and uh, financial planning. So uh, your value that you bring to your clients, Tiffany. So, you know, I really look at it, and this is actually Joan's value as well as mine. It's it's really focusing on what's important to you mm-hmm. and making sure that we use an established process. And we're going to partner with you throughout your life. And I always tell my clients, I should be your one call for anything financial, whether you're refining the house, mm-hmm. where you're switching jobs, having a baby, you know, anything going on with money, because people don't realize how everything is so connected. And a lot of times they make the, they make the change and then tell me later and they wish they had told me before yeah. and maybe would have taken a different path. So I really just say, seriously, if it's anything, I should be your one call. Yeah. And you know, and I really great that, I love that. And that's really great about your financial planner is to really be that person, that go-to person that is going to align with the best of the best um, in every area regarding finances. And I know I say this on the show because that's what the purpose of the show is to bring in the best of the best experts in all area finances. But your financial planner knows everything about you. So to really be able to, to key you up with their people that they trust um, are going to take care of you. And also when you're working together as power partners, you can really work together as a power plan for that client uh, when you all are together. So love that. Um, And having a brand is really important. I think of uh, a lot of people don't put the the strength that, that should be in that and the importance of having a brand. So what is your brand? My brand is joy. I, I really, I, I tell people all the time, when was the last time talking about your finances brought you joy? Mm. Many people can say that they haven't thought about joy when they've talked about their money. And mm-hmm. I tell them, I'm going to bring the joy to you. And most of my clients, when after they sit down with me, they go, yeah, I really did feel the joy. You know, you didn't yeah. make me feel judged. You didn't make me feel you know, that I should have done this or should have done that. And, you know, I really give them, you know, there's no judgment. And we talk about everything and, Mm -hmm. you know, let them know that, hey, that's the past. Let's move forward and keep going. And it's really, you know, doing what, treating people the way you want to be treated. And so for me, it's it's also joy is Jesus, others, and myself. And that keeps Mm -hmm. joy in my heart and my integrity. And I really believe that um, I'm changing lives one person at a time. Yeah. And I want to touch as many people as I can and, and make their lives better. And um, a lot of people afterwards say, I wish I would have called sooner. Yeah. And that's that's the one here. The re- one main regret I hear from people all the time because they're so worried that they're going to be shamed, that they're mm-hmm. not where they should be at their time and their age. Yeah. So. And I think the majority of people are not where they should be at their time and age and the procrastination just makes it worse and i just you know i want to go back on what you said about uh joy and really having that as a brand because especially with a financial planner anybody that's dealing with money is to really be able to create that space of comfort and safe and calmness um, because you can be really good at what you do but maybe not be really good at connecting with people to get them to do what they need to do. You know, so to be able to create that space, I think, is really great, um, uh, Tiffany. And that's why I love having you in studio. Thank you. So (laughs) what sets you, I know what sets you apart from other financial advisors, but uh, share that with my listeners. You know, it's really interesting. Everybody thinks the minute they sit down, I'm going to start asking them about their money. Mm -hmm. And that's not the first question at all. 
the first question is, I really want to get to know them and talk about what's important to them, mm-hmm. who the p- important people are there in their family, you know, if there's family there, what their legacies are. I want to talk about all that kind of stuff uh-huh. before we get into any money topic at all. And, and that's where I really believe focusing on the person because each person is different. And I look at each person as a diamond and they're all in the rough and we take little steps here and there to make things better. So, you know, that's what I want to do. So, Tiffany, um, I know that you have a real passion uh, for women, as as I do as well, being a, a female. But where does that draw from? What is Why are you so passionate about working with women? Well, for me, it really started when I went to go buy a car and I took my husband with me. Mm-hmm. I am the breadwinner in the house, and um, the guy talked to my husband the whole time when we were looking at cars. He didn't even acknowledge me. And so the guy comes down to the bottom of it, and it was the exact car I wanted, the exact color, everything, exactly what I wanted to a T. Mm-hmm. So he says to my husband, so are we going to buy the car? My husband looks over at me and says, are we going to buy the car? I said, we're going to buy that car, but not from here, because you never even talked to me. Wow. And the guy was like, whoa. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, I just want to let you know, if there's two people there, you need yeah. to make sure you're talking to both of them, because yes. you do not know who the decision maker is. Mm-hmm. And I think we are underserved a lot of the time in other areas. And the other thing that I'm so passionate is women make only 80 cents to every dollar a man earns. Really? So, And that's actually a statistic that I just looked up. I just huh. wanted to... Wanted to Check Not in out. my industry. My industry is special. We got a lot of girls rocking in the mortgage industry. <laughs> Go ahead, Tiffany. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. But, you know, mm-hmm. in most industries, you know, 80 cents per dollar. Yeah. So huh. we're already at a deficit when you look at it. And so that's why I'm so passionate about that. And the other thing, too, is when people are talking about financial, a lot of women, you know, are scared. Yeah. They, they're, they're afraid that they're going to not understand it. I have a great piece that I show people about how I break down investment strategies as using six pairs of black shoes. Why we all need six pairs of black shoes as a woman, I can tell you why. (laughs) And uh, I gotta tell you, once I break it down for them, they Mm -hmm. understand why we need to diversify. So, and then I love it because they get the light bulb moment and they're like, I got it, I understand. And then they're open to more things. And only a female can talk to a female about black, having six pairs of black shoes. Yeah, my husband doesn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So let's talk about uh, women and a, a unique conversation that you might have with a woman, a woman in regards to retirement planning. So you know, I mean, the, the main thing is I think a lot of people um, really aren't you know told how to work on their four hundred one k. You know, usually the person at the HR says, "Oh yeah, you fill this thing out, you do this, whatever." Da, 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 da. And the thing is, they're not really explained how you're actually getting matching funds, so you're getting a full return on money that you're putting in mm-hmm. matched with that whatever the market does and people don't understand that and the other thing is a lot of people especially women are not so good about asking for a raise for themselves yeah and i read an article on that recently and the thing is that i want to tell people especially women when they get a raise make sure you let's raise your 401k contribution as well because mm-hmm. again let's start doing that and the other thing is you know, we're living longer than most of the men out there. Yep. So let's look at starting a Roth IRA as well, because after-tax money grows tax-free income later in retirement, and that's powerful too, because we're most likely going to need it longer than the men are. So. Yeah. So what about the big picture that you, you know, talking to my uh, women listeners right now, what's the big picture that you want them to know? 
I want them to know, because, you know, they're going to watch little blips on the news and everything, that really we're looking at long-term goals and a long-term strategy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of about, like, when you're planning a trip of a lifetime, you tell me where you want to go. I'm going to get you on the best plane. I'm going to get you in the best hotel. We're going to uh-huh. look at everything. We're going to revisit your risk as we go through things. We're going to look at other shops to go to and stuff like that. And so really, you know, don't worry about the dips in the market that yes. are going to happen. You're not cashing out at that moment because... A lot of women, once they see it starting to go down, they freak out and they cash out. And I'd like to tell women, especially, you know, the market is great, but, you know, we don't get the Nordstrom's half yearly sale warning right before that dip happens. And I'd like to buy things when it's cheaper. So, you know, trying to explain to them when we have those dips, it's not time to pull out. It's time to put more in. So really figuring on that. Yep. Love it. So uh, Social Security, what about that? So Social Security. A lot of stuff going on. Oh, man. (laughs) That is just an area that I just am frustrated on with a lot of people because they think the minute they turn 62, they should start taking that as Social Security. But the problem is, is by doing that, you're actually reducing the amount that you're going to get. Yes. I want people to understand. And there's no do-overs. I have people Mm. that come to me and say, well, I took it at 62. Can I change it? I'm like, no, you're stuck. Yeah. And they're like, I wish I would have talked to you earlier. Yes. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So it's really, really important. And the other thing is for women, we as women, a lot of times have stayed at home to raise a family. So we haven't paid into Social Security as long as men have. Mm. So that's another challenge when you look at it, when you look at a partner that's been on there and has been paying into it. And when you look at what you're getting in the end, it's not that much. Yeah, yeah. So Tiffany, I got a, a minute here to get us okay. wrapped up. Sure. And, um, you know, I know as women, we have some special needs. You've already talked about, you know, how we are living longer. So in uh, a wrap up and a call to action and advice um, for uh, my women listeners, what would that be, Tiffany? My, my advice would be two thirds of women between 40 to 79 will have a life crisis. That's either unemployment, death of a spouse, divorce or major illness. So the thing is, one of my favorite quotes is, the trouble is you think you have time by Buddha. So my call to action is to stop waiting, start now, and start with me. Let's make 2018 the year of you. Woo-woo! Go, girl! Go, girl! And for my (laughs) women listeners out there, I mean, Tiffany's awesome. Um, You know, she's had a lot of recognition in her space and uh, loves working with you as well. So uh, more information or to connect with uh, Tiffany, please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online at themoneyr.com. And Tiffany, thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Coming up next on The Money Hour, have you ever considered a second home? What about a second home in Mexico? Jeff Prescott with Remax Metro Realty right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Jeff Prescott has been licensed since 1987. One of his passions is remodeling, repurposing, and extending the useful life of existing homes. He helps clients look for ways to update or replace components of a home while keeping its integrity. Whether a historic craftsman, mid-century rambler, or modern open concept, he advises owners on ways to wisely invest in their properties. This is Jeff Prescott with Remax Metro Realty. I can be reached at 206-271-2855 or through my website, www.sheltertrends.com. Again, my phone number is 206-271-2855. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. 
Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 17th show. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing my show at a different time, you are listening to a rebroadcast. To connect with the guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at one 855 411 Again, that's one 855 411.50 or online at themoneyr.com. And in studio right now, Jeff Prescott with Remax Metro Realty. And we're talking today, Jeff, about second home and second home in Mexico. So thank you so That's much right. for uh, coming back in studio and bringing this in right as you, uh, you're coming back from Mexico. That's correct. And a little bit about Jeff. Jeff moved from Portland to Seattle in 1986. He was arrived without a job, and a friend suggested getting into getting his real estate license. So he decided to take his advice. A year later, in 1987, he earned Rookie of the Year. Now with Remax Metro, Jeff has over 25 years experience. He's a couple years up on me. He has worked through many economic cycles in his career and is committed to making our housing stock increasingly efficient with energy use and repurposing existing materials for new uses. Jeff regularly provides consultations for his clients on ways to update their home and take advantage of new technologies and maximize their return on investment. Jeff lives, Jeff lives in Seattle, Capitol Hill in a 1910 home, beautiful home. He updated from the bare studs. So he speaks from personal experience. And Jeff, we've been friends for uh, many years. Many we do years. a lot of business together. And I just really appreciate you so much, not only as your expertise in the real estate uh, space, but um, just for the person that you are. So oh, thank you, know, you, thank you for being here. So Jeff just got back from Mexico and uh, him and his partner, Doug, travel to Mexico uh, quite frequently. And so we thought it'd be kind of fun just to talk about uh, second home opportunity and what That's that might right. look like in Mexico. So Jeff, why are you looking for a place outside of the U.S.? Well, one of the main reasons is someplace that's nice and warm, but yet still easy to get back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doug is retired fully now and looking for time and space for what he can do in some time yes. is also a, a, a main reason. And we've been often enough to see the economic and what returns could have done had we purchased a while ago. Yeah. So we've kind of educated over time and are increased our comfort level with the idea of getting something in Mexico. So what about the cost of uh, living, Jeff, in Mexico? How's that compare with uh, here in the U.S.? It's actually very surprising every time I go down that uh, someone's typical, I would imagine, uh, 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 Social Security check uh-huh. will go so far down there. Food costs are far cheaper than they are up here. Uh, in farmers markets are almost daily. Uh, you can go out to a nice lunch for oh anywhere from eighty to one hundred twenty pesos. That's like four or five dollars. Wow! A nice dinner, not you know super fancy, but a nice dinner, a uh-huh. glass of wine might cost you ten to fifteen dollars a plate. Uh, it's uh, I did have an experience needing medical care down there. Yes, and all the pharmacies and. Uh, Mexico, there's doctors there. Uh-huh. So when you go in, you can see a doctor, and that might cost you ten or fifteen dollars, and That's they can crazy. even give you stitches or you know minor, uh-huh. you know that kind of thing. Yeah. As well as a full-on medical care, which I needed that one time. Yes. So it's very affordable down there, based on uh, 
what we're used to what here we're in used the to States. here and ex- especially used to uh, right here in Seattle as I was um, describing starting out the show so Jeff uh, describe um, Manzanillo a bit and did I pronounce that correctly Manzanillo thank you so much that shows you how much time I get to spend there so a uh, uh, little so describe a little bit um, about that Jeff well it's in the southern half of Mexico in the state of Colima it's actually one of the largest ports on the entire West Coast. So we're uh-huh. including San Diego and San Francisco. It's kind of surprising how large it is. And it's got a population of roughly the general area, about 200,000. So mm-hmm. it's big enough. It's got the stuff and the amenities you expect. But yet it's still not a full-on uh, tourist type place, okay. which is not something Doug and I are terribly interested in. But I think if you were buying a second home you out of the country, you probably wouldn't be wanting to buy in, you know, I mean, majority it, it, of people possibly. And there's resorts. If you want all, yeah. an all-inclusive resort where you have your tennis court and your golf course and uh-huh. all that and condos and stuff, they're certainly available. And they're very nice, nice. Yeah. And they'll still cost you maybe 250 grand or less for a big size home. That's crazy. So, and Jeff, you know, Dave and I were uh, were looking possibly uh, uh, picking up something in Ecuador. And when we went there, the the biggest challenge, and if we if we did it, which we are not, um, but we have, I would have definitely taken Spanish lessons because I, you know, the I mean, we couldn't communicate anything, and it was so um, so frustrating. And so, what about um, how's the language? Well, I found a great deal of people do know if not fluent English, uh-huh. much more than any American knows of any foreign language. Yeah. And I did take for the first uh, six to nine months online Duolingo, that darn owl, and got <laughs> so I could get the basics down. You know, uh-huh. Donde esta el baño? Oh, you know, that sounds yeah, good, Jeff. So. Nice. And Impressive. Quiero vino, por favor. I need the bathroom. I want some wine. Yeah. Or, or even shopping. <laughs> Uh, necesito medio kilo eso, uh-huh. por favor. I just want a little bit of that yeah, well, sort of stuff. Yeah, well, it seems so fun to actually be able to, to say that, too. <laughs> well, it needs practice. And even the time I've been back, I'm losing a lot. So I yeah. do plan on taking a formal course uh-huh. at the Seattle Central okay. and get more hands-on than I am Yeah, now. so a lot more uh, English-speaking um, than what we found in, in Ecuador, which so makes it easier. And they appreciated the try, even yes. if mangling. I know I mangle the language, but yes. I'm trying. You know, I can point, pantomime. Uh-huh. They laugh at us. We yes. laugh with so them. Awesome. And it was just a really, it was fun yeah. to do it. So in, in real estate, um, as everyone you know knows about the MLS, multiple listing uh, service here to really make a, a, an engine and a place to where all the properties that are coming on the market get listed there. So it makes it really easy. Does Mexico have anything similar to that? Actually, not Or are not they back at in all. the big, huge, remember before the MLS, because you and I were in yes. the industry, there'd be those big magazines. And, yes, those magazines. Know, it was and crazy. that would be a step ahead is those big old magazines. Yeah. Uh, now, the bigger cities, Guadalajara, Mexico City, Acapulco, uh-huh. some of the bigger ones are developing their own uh, MLS within, you know, their geographic areas. Okay. Uh, but more or less, it's still... Uh, who knows who, there's a couple of the big b- real estate brokers down there and they uh-huh. have their websites and they're always checking each other's websites that go on. And however, they have started what's uh, the uh, Asociación Mexicana Profesionales Immobiliarios. Good. 
Yes, I practice that. That's I'll tell so you. good. So it's AMPI, uh-huh. and that's a national uh, organization in Mexico where uh, it's a voluntary uh, membership, and the brokers are trying to set up new procedures and uh, set some standards and things. And to have a place where where you could a, access. To start developing a commonality is okay. what I feel. Yeah. And I notice on the websites and the brokers I talk to that it's always prominently displayed that they're AMPI members. Okay. And so I see that as the precursor to what will eventually, eventually get develop to. into a larger established MLS system. Got it. So how would someone go about uh, purchasing a property in Mexico? So it's actually easy, but there are a few steps. Uh, one of the big ones is they set up a trust through a Mexican bank, uh, Fidea Camiso, and that trust is the bank is the trustee and the buyer is the beneficiary. Uh-huh. And the uh, it's set up through the Me- Mexican Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and the trustee is deals with all the paperwork and such, but you as the, me, us as the buyer, uh-huh. owner, we still have remodel and we can sell and we can inherit or bequest. We have all the rights, but through this trust. It has a 50-year life that is infinitely renewable over time. So so you've, you've talked about, so you can sell the property, you can pretty much do whatever you, you want with the property. Um, what about the lending, Jeff? Now, that's where uh, you and your financial, you, Tina, and yes. the, your financial advisor come in. Is uh, Lending down there is new. It's almost all, mostly cash or owner financing. Okay. So uh, if you could... So you're not going to the bank and getting a loan like you would not here Not really States. here. We need to get it done here first. Okay. And then go down with the cash that's ready. Understood. So if you, I mean, you could look at doing a cash out refinance on your home exactly. here um, uh, in Seattle or um, wherever you can get your resources so you can go there to pay cash for the property. Got it. And even that would be in clumps. So I did some conversation with uh, someone who was interested in accepting three yearly $50,000 payments. Okay. All right. So having this plan or what you're capable to do with your advisor. Yes. And it's not that you necessarily have to come up with an entire amount up front. Got it. But chunks over time. Yep. So, Jeff, is construction similar to what we see in the Puget Sound area or not even close? Not even close. Yes. You don't see a stick of wood down there uh-huh. anywhere. Uh, that tropical environment down there, you see the deterioration. Yes. It's all concrete and Uh uh, rebar. I watched houses, single family houses with their beautiful pools, Uh as well as a 15-story building being constructed with this uh, concrete uh, 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 construction technique. Okay. And they'll set their their posts. uh, I had a note here. Castillos is what they call these posts. Mm -hmm. And they're scattered around at the appropriate for the house you're building, generally two to four meters apart. They're rebar surrounded with concrete, and in between, they will fill these with what we would call cinder blocks. Yes. Big, heavy, and then it 
heights of perhaps another two to four meters or so, they'll put a horizontal piece that becomes the structure. So inside of that is where you could put a window and door. So you you need to have your plans in place because where these castillos, these pillars go, you certainly can't break through. But I watched a 15-story building being constructed wow. with this. It was amazing to you see. You know, and all the passion that Dave has in uh, construction, as you do, um, I bet that that would just be an amazing to be able to uh, see that. You know, Dave was all over Ecuador in, in all the construction and taking a look at how, oh, this and that. And yes. so, yeah, awesome. Um, it, so is it cheaper or easier to build um, from scratch or to remodel? It's actually a lot easier to get something... Uh, and remodel than it is up front uh, from scratch. Uh, I'm finding, uh, looking around, things are priced, tend to be priced in truckloads. You need so much truckload of fill. You need so much truckload of gravel, so much truckload. Truckload seems to be the magic measurement down there. (laughs) Interesting. And... Uh, Maybe you could share a truckload with somebody else that's remodeling as well. And the thing with (laughs) remodel is you'll often see uh, the rebar through the roof lines of homes where they build to what they financially afford. Uh And then the next chunk of change, they just add on to the rebar. And now the second floor goes up. Interesting. So it was just a really interesting, fun way to chat with some of the people as they go through the process. Well, if you're as we wrap up our time uh, here together with uh, with Jeff, I know that um, uh, that you guys have done a lot of research and really thinking of where is that best place going to be in all areas for good health, uh, um, um, a cost of living, and a great place to live. And I'd love to le- leave it with just the lifestyle. How does that make you feel, Jeff? It's so relaxing. Yeah. Our particular area of San- area of Santiago, uh, which is north of Central Manzanillo. The beach is three blocks away. Yeah. Beautiful crashing waves and the swimming and the beach life I'm really cut out for, I have to say. <laughs> I really have to say. That is I think we all are, right? Yeah. Three <laughs> blocks to the town for the shopping at the Yeah. You know, the fisher there and the meat person there and the veggie uh-huh. person there. Wow. And you know, it's just it was just a change of life that was amazing. It was yeah. really comfortable. Well, I hate to say that, you know, sometimes we may lose you here at some point of time, but... Um, yeah, that ain't going to happen too soon. So. Okay. All right. Good. Well, if you have any questions for uh, Jeff and you want to get connected, uh, get his connections that he's made and his expertise that he's made um, in trying to find that perfect home for uh, for him and Doug, you can call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyr.com. And Jeff, thanks again for coming into the oh, studio and what a great conversation. You. I can kind of just, you. I'm visualizing it right now here as we're looking out the outside at our beautiful weather, but um, just, you know, just having a place in Mexico sounds beautiful. Thank you. Coming up next in the Money Hour, speak powerfully and have your voice heard. D Gupta with D Coaching right here at 1150 AM, KKNW after this short break. Are you a tech professional who wants to get your voice heard in meetings and events? Are you tired of being invisible or of people talking over you? Do you believe you have the talent to make more impact at work but don't know how or where to begin? Are you living on autopilot not knowing where your time has gone? Or do you want to make the best use of your time on this planet? 
To have a powerful voice in this world, you need to build up your communication skills and courage step by step. To live your life in a powerful way, you need to have crystal clear goals and work through problems along the way until you achieve those goals. Dee Gupta of Dee Coaching is an expert at unleashing your personal power and will coach you through a simple and easy to follow process that will build up your skills and courage. Dee is passionate about firing people up to follow their dreams by walking them through her effective proprietary process of goal setting and follow through. This is Dee from Dee Coaching. To learn more about me, visit my website at speakpowerfullycoaching.com and follow the links to connect with me on social media. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 17th show. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding money. I'm here to help you in today's economy. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but you can call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 or go online at themoneyhour.com and I will connect you with the amazing guests that I have in studio today. And last guest in studio and first time visiting me, so happy to have uh, Dee Gupta with Dee Coaching. Speak powerfully and have your voice heard. Dee, thank you so much for joining me in studio. Thank you for having me. And a little bit about Dee. Dee can help you design and create a life that you love by unleashing your personal power. As a kid, Dee was, ext- Dee was extremely shy and introverted. She had a difficult time talking to people and didn't feel like she made an impression. She was convinced that she had to go after success, that she studied software engineering and went into have a successful career in Microsoft and similar companies over for over 13 years. But Dee became more aware of herself and didn't feel authentic anymore. So it took for a while, but eventually thought of, uh, went through a lot of seminars, workshops, videos, self um, introspection and journaling. She overcame some of her major limitations and false beliefs. Her biggest struggles ending up being her greatest gains. And I just, I really love that because that really is what life is all about. Your biggest struggles become your biggest gains if you embrace them uh, like you did. Dee now coaches others to live authentically and powerfully and just love it. You know, and I I met Dee at an an event and uh, knew that I just had to have her in studio here to share her message because it's such a beautiful one. And so thank you again for being here. Um, Conversation having with Dee is speak powerfully and have your voice heard. So Dee, share a little bit about what you do uh, with my list. Thank you, Tina. Um, I'm a life coach. I specialize in enhancing and bringing out people's personal power. We all have an insane amount of strength and power inside of us, and many of us don't even know or believe it. We believe that all the great people out there, all the Steve Jobs and everything, were born with it, or they have some natural special abilities that they were born with that we don't have. Nothing could be further from the truth. If we only allowed ourselves to dream, to to be big, to expand, how much more we would be able to do with our lives. That's what I do. I work on helping people know their power and access it. I help people speak up and speak powerfully. I love that. And that's why I wanted to have you here. You know, my personal motto is live your dream now. So better to have a coach that actually talks about how to get to your dream and to really dream big. So I love that. Uh, Can you tell a little bit about uh, yourself and your background? I shared a little bit in the bio, but uh, expand on that a little bit. 
I'm sure. Yeah, I was born in India, but I was six months when I went to Africa. So I grew up in Kenya and Botswana, and I completed really? my high school there. Wow. So it was great. My parents were high school teachers. My dad taught physics, and my mom taught English, and they both mm-hmm. taught me. It was it was fun. Um, I went to India after high school to do my engineering mm-hmm. and then came to U.S. Um, to Microsoft. And last year, officially, I um, switched my career and I'm a life coach. So even when I was in Botswana, I was very different from everyone around me. I was very religious. I used to wear the weirdest clothes because they felt authentic to me. Uh-huh. And because of that, I'd never got along with anybody else. And I was kind of an outcast in a social pariah almost Mm -hmm. and it was um, all I ever wanted in my life was to be socially accepted without Mm. losing my authenticity and that's when I realized that um, when I moved to India and through my life later on I realized that I could be myself and still have my voice heard and the fact that I couldn't do small talk earlier turned Uh out to be my biggest gain because I was able to connect with people on a much deeper and more fundamental level instead of just doing small talk. Yes, I I love that. And you know, it's really great when you've, um, you've had so much success in um, a steady and a secure position being uh, with Microsoft and, you know, really having that security and to drop that and to really reach for your dreams and really what's important for you to make a difference in the people you serve um, is just beautiful. So I'm so happy for you. So what made you, and I kind of know the answer, but I want want to hear it from you, and what made you pick this career in this space? Um, sure. Yeah. So when I first joined Microsoft, it was my dream. I had wanted to do to be at Microsoft for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it. I thought I would leave that place in in my grave. I was just all set for life. I was happy. I was thrilled. And that didn't last very long. It lasted mm-hmm. maybe about two years. And I realized this was something was off and something was not right. So I tried all kinds of things. I tried switching companies. I tried contracting so that it wouldn't be um, so much stress there. And I tried all kinds of things. And I realized that software wasn't fulfilling enough for me. Mm-hmm. And it was an idea can change your life. Like two, two years ago, I saw this random seven minute video on YouTube and the video was um, talked about this, gave us this questionnaire, which was 10 questions about where we stand in our lives currently. Okay. And that is a very basic questionnaire that all coaches give to their uh-huh. clients almost right away. And it changed my life completely. And I was certain at that moment that this is what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. wanted to motivate people. I wanted to find a way. I didn't know how, but I knew that I wanted to motivate people and make that into my career. Because yeah. I'd been doing that all my life and I didn't know that it could be a career. And that was my aha moment. So that's when I knew that I would um, leave Microsoft. Got it. And so what makes this career more exciting than being in the software? Is it is software engineer? Is it is more working with the people and helping people? Or what is it about this career? So I'm an extremely extroverted person. I love talking to people. I love feeling useful that I've improved somebody's life. As a software engineer, I was sitting on my desk and writing code. And sure, I was helping people. Like if you have an Xbox and you listen to music or uh, videos on Xbox, I worked on that team. And that was good. But this feels way more um, authentic and fulfilling to me. Yeah. For example, when I help people have breakthroughs, um, one of my clients truly believed that they could not, uh, they did not deserve happiness unless they achieved things. Obviously, he came from a very high-functioning, high-achieving sure, family. Yeah. But just getting that breakthrough 
through their resistance um, and identifying those breakthroughs, that was uh, identifying those limiting beliefs. That yeah. was so much more satisfying than writing code. Well, and it has to be, and I have to say, because I own a mortgage software company, and my developers and coders are like everything to me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, anyways, they um, so, and it has to be extra special. I mean, when you've gone through that journey yourself, and so you were you were there, and you transitioned, so you mm-hmm. know exactly where they're at and what they're capable of, and right. you know that it's possible because you've done it. And I think that makes it um, you so much more powerful and being able to help people because they can connect to your story and your journey because it's their story and you want to help them make it their journey as well. So um, just love that. Uh, Your mission, what is your mission, Dee? I want to, I believe that um, the journey through life happens by eliminating or reducing fears and limiting beliefs and that brings peace and then once we have peace, we can have happiness. Once we have happiness, we can have love and once we have love we have bliss so i want to go through this journey with my clients and help them ident- um get to the bliss state yes. and if everyone in the world could go through this journey and look inwards and mm-hmm. try to remove their fear then how much calmer would the play would the world be and yeah. how much more beautiful would the world be yeah so that is my goal is to eliminate the different flavors of fear that everybody brings to the table. And I love that. Different flavors of fear. I love that. Um, what about what's, what you're doing? What's different for what you're doing in uh, working with others? So like you mentioned, I left my job without having any clue of what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. I left a very secure, high-paying Microsoft job. Mm-hmm. And I, I am extremely deeply passionate about my career. I attend all kinds of learning trainings and learnings and conferences. Which that's how we met. (laughs) We've got a likeness like that, always learning more. Yeah. Right. So it's my passion and my courage and the fact that I'm living the life that I'm suggesting people live. Yes. Um, And people have, I I bring a lifetime of experience because everyone has always come to me for advice. I just did not know this could be my career. Yeah. Love (laughs) it. So what about the process that you go through uh, for your coaching, Dee? So we often live, uh, we often exist through life and live on autopilot. So if you're my client, I will help you identify your dreams, desires, goals, passions, and values. I will provide you with tools that you could use to identify what you want to do next in your life and live in an authentic way. I will help you get crystal clear on your goals that you want to work towards. We will pick the most important goal for you and create an action plan based on that goal. Then we will follow it together through my three-month or my six-month program. We will work towards getting every single cell in your body, every fiber of your being, every thought and every action aligned towards achieving your goal. Mm. When we work through the action plan, you will almost certainly hit roadblocks and limiting beliefs and fears that will stop you and intimidate you and make me, make you want to end. I will work with you through those and peel back those limiting beliefs and fears layer by layer so you make progress towards your goals. Yeah, and, and you know, that's just, I, I, I know I've said beautiful a couple times um, here in our conversation because it is, it's also beautiful. And I, I really believe, and as you know, because we've had some conversations um, in depth and things, you really do have to get to that core. You have to get to the pain and the pain is what really is going to drive you through to get to that next stage. And so you need somebody to, to help you push to that level and then just as you said when you get to that level and you're like oh my gosh this is too much I need to give up somebody that's going to be right there to continue to push you so that you can 
peel that back as you um, explained it. So uh, such an important uh, role um, in our, our world to help people really be the people that they're supposed to do. Because um, I, you know, I really believe that each of us has a unique gift to share with the world. And our journey is to find that and then to share it. But we need coaches and people to hold our hand through that process to really get to um, to truly who we're supposed to be. Um, so your ideal client, Dee, what would that look like for you? Who do you coach? Um, I coach anyone who wants their voice to be heard, who wants to have an Im- influence and impact. I work extremely well with tech professionals who believe that they can do better um, if mm. they speak up more in meetings or events or just have their voice heard. That uh, comes with authority. That comes with personal power. It comes from building yourself up to being an expert in your field. And it comes to being authentic, having integrity, and being committed to yourself and to others. If you want to speak up and speak powerfully, that's um, I'm your coach. Yeah, and you know, again, I, I said with my software, I've, I've worked with a lot of developers before, and it does seem like, in, in, and I've done loans for a, a lot of them, obviously. Um, they're buying a lot of homes in our area. And it, it is surprising. You don't see a lot of excitement um, in what they're doing. And so what a great, unique client for you, not only because you're in that journey, but I mean, you literally came from their space. Um, mm-hmm. So that is great. And I, I think it's so important to really be able to dial in to your perfect customer and who you can really help uh, the most. So what's important about Breakthrough that you've had lately that you could share with my listeners? Um, so uh, this was somebody who mentioned this, and I, it really hit me very hard, is how much of our personal power we give away to others. Mm-hmm. So if somebody outside randomly says, hey, D, you're the most intelligent person on the planet, we become really happy. I, I'd be like flying on like on. I was happy for you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then if somebody says, oh, you suck, you have no idea what you're yeah. talking about, I immediately become sad. Yes. So we give away so much of our personal power to others. Mm. And that is an important breakthrough to understand that we we have we are what we are. We are really pure and beautiful inside. Mm-hmm. All of us, we have so much strength and so much power. We do not need to give it away to some random person on the yes. street who says anything good or bad to us. Sure. So um, that was my biggest breakthrough lately. That is great. So what is the most important advice as I wrap up my time here with you that you can share with my listeners that can help them improve their lives right now, today? Uh, My biggest advice would be to trust your inner power. Trust that you have it. Trust that you can find ways to access it. Mm. Don't just exist through life. Dare to dream. Dare to live a great life. Dare to allow yourself to be the big person that you can be. Dare to believe that you can have it in you, that you do have it in you. Um, I would suggest an exercise. Okay. And uh, this exercise would be to write down, create and design a life that you would like to live if you had Mm. no constraints on the planet at all, no money constraints, no time constraints. You could live 5,000 years ago or you could live 2,000 years into the future. Would you be the Queen of England? Would you be Buddha? Would you Uh, be Mother Teresa? I think you mentioned that last time. Mm -hmm. Um, So whoever you could be, just sit down and design a life that you would want. And Mm. this is not about like traveling. So you can talk about the first two years you might travel or whatever and and get that big house and Uh all that is done. After that, once you've gone through all that, what would your ideal day be like? And then Mm. every single day after you've written this down, even if you spend 30 seconds every day going through making a tiny little bit of progress towards living that ideal life yes. that you can, in 10 years, you'll be an expert in that. You'd, you'd have that. 
Yeah, and you know that's that I I really really love that idea. I mean, um, a, a lot of people understand the importance, and I talk about it all the time: the importance of visualization right. and really having that dream, that big dream. But what I love about what you said that I've never really uh, thought of, which I'm going to engage in conversations um, that I have with myself, is is not just where you want to be right now, because a lot of that is financial and um, uh, things. And embrace that, embrace that part of it. And then we're going to go ahead and move five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. What is that continued life going to be in in growth? So I think for many reasons, it's important. One of them is the the ability to be able to see the progression through that process, because none of us are going to get to 10 years down the road tomorrow. Right. (laughs) But if we can start from here and um, uh, see that for us all the way through. Love that. Dee, it was just beautiful having you here. I so much appreciate you. And I'm really looking forward to our continued friendship building. Thank you so much. Very special person. Thank you. It was wonderful being here. And if you want to connect with uh, Dee, you can call the show at one 855 400 or go online at com. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. Thanks for being here uh, this weekend. And I'll be here next weekend, same time, same place, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Thanks, everyone. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.